Welcome to Copy Chief Radio. I'm your host, Kevin Rogers. This is the show where you hear directly from all the experts at copychief.com how to write better, sell more, and have a greater impact using the power of your words. Let's do it. Hey, welcome back to Copy Chief Radio. It's me, it's Kev, it's the Chief, and this is going to be a lot of fun. Julie Lidke is here with me, and Julie's a fabulous writer. She's been very active in Copy Chief. She just came through the RFL program, and Julie's has a unique story, loads of experience in, in the business world, in the corporate world. She's written tons of B2B stuff, and now she's a freelance direct response copywriter and content writer. And you can learn more about Julie over at writingsolutionsbyjulie.com. And she's just written a book and centered around the 55 and over health market. That is her specialty. Julie is 72 and she teaches fitness to folks in this demographic. Her latest book is I've Fallen and I Don't Want to Get Up. <laughs> Six Simple Steps to Never Letting Life Keep You Down After 55. Great title. Julie, thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I love this market. I'm very close to a lot of people in this market and really enjoyed getting to know you and your approach to how you inspire people over 55 to you know really stay active, stay fit. Well, thank you. And to me, it's, it's a mission because there's so many people now in this demographic and and some of them have kind of given up. They fall and they really don't want to get up. And, you know, there's so much life to be lived that it's time to take these small steps and get moving again because there's so many things that you can be doing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? I, I know for the people in my life that I care a lot about, I, I hear a lot of, and I hear this from people of all ages, but particularly I think it's folks get a little older it's the you know, i'll start monday oh well you know as soon as i get over this little ailment then i'll start going to the gym again and all these things you find that people tend to you know maybe is there more fear around getting injured those kinds of things what keeps people from staying active well, I think it's a couple of things. I think one is a fear of injury. Another one is they don't want to go to the gym. They feel intimidated because there's so many people there who are so athletic and they're all fit. And they say, well, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And so they really are, maybe they've had bad experiences. So they're kind of like, well, you know, that's for young people. But they forget that the important thing is to stay active and to keep doing things. And it's not just physically, it's mentally too. So that you can do the things that you want to do. Who doesn't want to be able to play with their grandchildren or, or go to the mall and be able to walk without having to, you know, use, stop a chair or, or you know, a yeah. walker or something. Right. Yeah. And so that's what this book is about. And you've got six easy to follow steps to improve the quality of your life after 55. We're going to get into a few of those. But I want to talk about your recent accomplishment. You just ran not quite a marathon, but it was a charity run. Oh, yeah, it was just, it really was just, just a 10K, which was six miles. Mm. And so it was for a local thing for for kids, uh, a place where they could go after school, a kids program. And so it was 10K, so it was six miles. 
And so I did a lot of the running. I don't do as much running as I used to, but I ran and walked it. And, you know, that's the whole thing is to finish it one step at a time. So it's always fun, and it's a great accomplishment. You get medals. You get T-shirts. What the heck? It's fun. Yeah, something to do. Right. You're out in the sun. It's a nice day. And you made a great video sort of documenting your journey through this. And this is not uncommon for you. You're very fit and very active, but it's a great look at – think it could be really inspiring for other people who think that at 72 they they couldn't or shouldn't be doing such things and so you have a facebook page a group over there called the view from 72 on facebook and yes we'll put a link to that in our show notes as well at copy chief radio forward slash ccr so julie you want to get into some of the six steps that you cover in the book sure it's a good thing to do <laughs> All right, great. So let's talk about some of those steps. What's what's one of the most important ones? Well, one of the most important ones that I think of is balance because, you know, when you're young, you don't you think, "Oh, well, if I fall over, I'm just going to be embarrassed by my peers." But as you get older, people fear falling because it means I'm going to the ER, I'm going to end up in the hospital, I'm going to have to give up my independence. They don't want to do that. They want to be able to stay independent and active. Well, part of the thing that you have to do is really train your brain again because the brain's been around for a long time and you have to retrain it sometimes and retrain it with balance and you say oh well what can I do well you can do a really simple thing you can go into the kitchen and when you just turned on your microwave to heat something up balance on one foot for 30 seconds focus on something you know out the window or in front of you you're close to a counter so you can always hold on if you need to after 30 seconds balance on the other foot because everybody has a dominant side. So you need to be able to balance both of them. It's such a great brain activity too. And it'll help you so that if you do start to fear falling, your foot will go out automatically because you've been practicing the balance. Yeah, that's a really good tip. And that's something really you could do anytime. Like when I'm standing here at the computer, I've got one of these little, I don't even know what you call this thing. It's like a balance ball, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, if I'm standing for a long time at the computer, it helps a lot to just stand on that. It, it's amazing what a calf workout you get <laughs> just doing exactly, something that simple. Exactly, yes. Yes, and it's simple, and you don't have to go to the gym to do it. I mean, most of the things that I put in the book, you don't need equipment for, and you can do it at home. Yeah, really cool. All right, what's another one? Well, another one that's really important is really mental creativity. And when I say creativity and activity, I don't mean somebody who paints or, or you know, can write a book or anything like that. It's really mental activity. And one easy thing that you can do for mental activity, and in our brains as we age too, you know, they kind of have gotten complacent. Say, oh, well, we always do that. So you got to mess it up a little bit. And an easy thing to do at home is to do a box step. Remember the old box step dance? Yeah. Just stand in one place, go to the right, back, you know, left, forward. Do that a few times, then switch it up and keep switching it. Your brain then doesn't know what you're going to do. It has to work for that. So mm. that's something that's really easy to do. Another thing that you can do is for creative, just think about what is your favorite thing and imagine it. You know, maybe it's being outside by the pool or going to the beach or winter watching the snowfall. Close your eyes and imagine it. Yeah, that's really good. So again, just taking your brain somewhere it doesn't normally go. Is this about kind of creating those those neural pathways we talk about? Yes, because our brain gets really used to what we're doing. And if we've been doing it for a long time, it kind of says, okay, 
you know, I'm fine. Yeah. Your brain is just like every muscle in your body. It needs to be exercised. And by exercise, you need to do things that are out of the norm. Maybe it's taking a different way home from yeah. the store when you're driving. Yeah, I was just going to say that, right? It's like, because that's, that's when you notice it is when you're, you're, you pull up in your driveway and you realize, I, I didn't think about any of those turns I just made. Right. Or, you know, I don't even know if that light was red or green that I just went through. Yeah. And another simple thing is if you're right-handed and that's your dominant side, try eating with your left hand. Mm. Try writing with your left hand. You know, put on your pants with your left foot first instead of your right. <laughs> Brush your teeth with your left hand. There's all kinds of things you can do to really mess your brain up. I like that. Mess your brain up. That's a great tip. Yep. And so you also talk about joy, just just the importance of feeling good. Yeah, and, and it's not like you have to go around and, you know, with a great big grin on your face if you don't want to all the time. But joy is, is an internal thing. And when you have joy, it's just being expressed, you know, I'm happy today. I'm happy to be alive. This is your gratitude. And if you don't know what to do, you can write a gratitude journal. Write something down every day that you're grateful for. Or go outside and say, boy, am I ever glad I can stand up and I can see in front of me? Mm-hmm. You know, I can breathe. Little things like that. It doesn't take a lot. And one of the funniest things I read a research on when you're exercising, if you laugh, even if it's an artificial laugh and you're going, ho, 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 that it increases your endorphins and that your exercise is going to be even more effective. Who knew? <laughs> That's why Santa Claus is so joyful, right? Yeah, they're exactly. going around going, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, he's not exactly fit, but he's joyful. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got no balance. The reindeer are doing all the work. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. It's true. It's like, you know, that I love the thing about, like, if you force your face to smile, even if you're angry, you know, it really does immediately change your attitude. Or there's the trick where you put a pencil between your teeth because it forces your mouth to smile, right? Oh, yeah. You really do feel the difference. And so it's little stuff like that. You don't have to go to the gym to do that. Right, right. And again, you may think, ah, well, how much can that make a difference? I'm telling you, these things add up. And also the message you send to yourself when you decide to do things like this for yourself, I think, make a big difference. Oh, yeah, because it's all positive, and it's small things, but they're all positive. Mm -hmm. And once you combine them all, it's like, oh, yeah, I can do this now. And this is is the direction I want to go. And, yes, I'm still vital. I can still contribute. This is a good thing. Yeah. All right, so now we're happy, creative, we're feeling balanced. What's after that? So now we're going to be socialized. Mm -hmm. And you kind of laugh at that and say, well, of course we're socialized. We have the Internet and we have, you know, Facebook and everything. But socialization is very important face-to-face. And so it's important if you're outside, talk to your neighbors. Don't ignore them. And if you, you know, feel like you're isolated and you're not, you've retired and don't retire from life. There's so many things you can do. You can volunteer at, you know, a food bank. I had one lady in one of my exercises classes. She was 84, and she still volunteered at the library. Mm. So it's interaction with people, and that's so important that we stay socially interactive because it's good for your brain. It's good for the joy. It's good for everything, really. Yeah, that's really great. And so when you're writing to this market, Julie, as a, as a marketer, as a content writer, what are the kind of common, you know, I don't want to say prejudices or, you know, uh, ideas that you know that this market has that you have to work to overcome? Well, I'd say one of the biggest ones that I have seen is because this is the boomer generation, 
they lump everybody from, you know, 50 to 75 hmm. into one category. And the a funny story about that is my daughter and I did a race and, and we finished it and we asked them to take our picture and, and stuff. And they said, oh, you guys are so cute. You could be sisters. I was thrilled and my daughter was offended. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's like 20 some years between us. So you cannot put them all together like that because you have people who are starting second families. You could say, oh, is that your grandchild? No, it's my child. It's a second family. Hmm. So you have to be very careful about stereotyping anybody over the age of 55. And it's such a diverse group of people. That's one of the big things not to do. That's a really good point. And so how would you, you just avoid talking in stereotypes then, yeah? Oh, absolutely. You know, and you really have to know who you're talking to and what your market is because everybody's in a little different place. And if you notice the ads, because I mean, I watch them a lot. There's been a real shift away from saying senior citizens and things. They might show somebody with gray hair but they're not classifying them as a senior citizen. Right. Yeah, it's just the way you can frame specials. Like, I live here in St. Pete, Florida, and although our town has gotten much younger, it's one of the most famous places in the world is a retirement community. And so we have lots of, you know, quote-unquote senior citizens here. And you used to see things like, you know, senior discount, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or... or you know, matinees and things are always geared to early bird dinner specials, but now they don't do that. It's just, it's called maybe a sunset menu or things like that, where sure, you may see a majority of the people there. It's not a total stereotype that folks over 60 or 70 eat dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon, (laughs) but they don't want to be called seniors about it, right? (laughs) Well, and, you know, when you look around, there's so many people, they're vibrant. They've got so much experience, and they're willing to share it. And to classify them as over the hill is just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, People are, are they want to keep going, and they want to give back. And I don't even think of it as retirement. I think of it as a retread. You know, you kind of slough off the old goals, put on some new ones, and keep, you know, riding down the road of life. I love it. I love it. All right, we covered, I think, four of the steps in the book. I'd love to hear the other two. Well, the other two are really, uh, we talked about right in the beginning about the awareness of what you're eating Mm. and about moving. And moving, you don't have to go to the gym, but you really need to move. It's it's just a crucial part. And even if it's just walking around the block or, or going to the mailbox or taking an aqua class because that's easy on the joints or doing something so that you are not just sitting. And even when you're sitting in my exercise class, I give them homework. Okay, now, you know, between now and the next class, at least once a day during the commercials on TV, stand up and sit down during the whole commercial. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's not easy to do. Right. But it's really good for them, and it gives them a little thing to do that isn't overwhelming. So it's really important to move and to, you know, really make wise choices with your food, too. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, because sometimes if we have a little less to do, we fill the time with snacking and things that can add up quick. Oh, yeah. Especially if you don't move. (laughs) Yeah, got to move. Keep moving your body. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, you've seen, you know, you're in great shape, Julie, and I've seen plenty of folks in their 70s who are incredible. Like, I would long to be in in the physical shape that they're in, right? Oh, yeah. I see also... Unfortunately, majority of people that just kind of seems like they've thrown in the towel on achieving any kind of, you know, physical goal. 
And I, maybe that's part of it, right? It's just always setting new goals instead of thinking, ah, oh, well, uh, I'm going backwards now, but I just, you know, why not set new goals, try to reach new heights? Well, and absolutely. And you don't have to be that person who is that athlete who does an ultra marathon. You, it's really about your quality of life. It's so, it's what you want and what is important to you. And it doesn't do any good to look back and say, well, that's what I used to do, but I don't do it anymore. You're not there. You're going forward. That's the way to go. And so it's always good one step at a time. That's how everything has ever been accomplished is one step at a time. I love it. You're a positive force for this market and anybody marketing to quote unquote boomers, folks over 55 in the health market, you do yourself a big favor by getting to know Julie. She is a freelance copywriter and content writer. And as you can hear, she is way more in tune with this market than most people even if they've been immersed in this market, I mean, she's in there teaching folks fitness every day. So she's literally in the trenches understanding what the real pains and what the, the friction points are. And she knows how to help you motivate your market to do what's best for them. So this is, a, of course, the $750 billion in spending power, this market. So you're in a good place, Julie, and I love the work you're doing here. Well, thank you. I, to me, I'm, I'm on a mission. <laughs> this is my passion. I love it. I love it. I know you're going to inspire a lot of people. I'm proud to be working with you, and we'll see you back inside Copy Chief. All right. Thank you so much, Kevin. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. The book is I've Fallen and I Don't Want to Get Up. <laughs> the title, Six Simple Steps to Never Letting Life Keep You Down After 55. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can also get some free chapters over at writingsolutionsbyjulie.com. See you there. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you dug the show. Come on over to copychief.com. That's where you'll find all the backlog, all the transcribes, all the show notes, and all the free weekly copywriting tips. Copychief.com.